We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. me you're you what are you doing i said what are you doing we're here to talk sports you know what i might rerun this hour if my voice gives out you're recording it right dominic i can ask him because i'm sitting right back here in the broom closet so if it's uh if it's 1107 pacific right time right now then this is a rerun <laughs> if it's 907 then you're listening to it live we have a uh, great show for you and uh, when do we not? When I'm all by myself, it still rolls and rocks. I hope I can get two hours in, actually. <laughs> Reggie Jackson. Reginald Martinez Jackson. Reggie, you hot dog. Remember that? you got to be my age to remember that commercial. But uh, this is a guy, Mr. October. I don't think people properly understand how big of a star he was back before social media and all that other garbage. Reggie Jackson was it. He was the most famous athlete. There was no Jordan. There was none of that magic stuff. So we'll break magic stuff. 10.40 a.m. Pacific, and that'd be 1.40 on the East Coast if my voice can get there. Also, we're going to be having at 9.25, coming up here in just about uh, 15 minutes, Daniel Alfredson. Daniel Alfredson is the director. He's a Swede. Swedish erotica? No. Do they still have Swedish erotica? Probably not. The girl who played with fire and the girl who kicks the hornet's nest. Uh, And he has a uh, brand new movie coming out with Sir Ben Kingsley called Intrigo, Death of an Author, and that is uh, arriving uh, on demand on uh, Friday, so we'll talk to him as well. 
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free 5-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service right now. You could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113-800-470-7113-800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. All right, thank you. A lot to get to. We had a shock retirement in the NFL. We've had some hirings and firings in the NFL. Uh, Still fallout over the Houston Astros move. Um, We had a firing of Gallant, that giant ass down there in uh, Las Vegas. Rick, I'm listening on KSHP. We liked uh, Gerard Gallant. 
I just remember when Gerard Gallant called Peter DeBoer a clown last year, and now that clown is taking over. Peter DeBoer is your new head coach of the Las Vegas Golden Knights, or I should say <clears throat> Vegas Golden Knights. If you're listening in Vegas and you'd like to chime in, it's 800-878-PLAY. I'm going to have uh, Shalina Goldman on at 1010. 1012, uh, Dom. I just texted her. I want to get the result. And then we're going to talk to Bruce Marshall tomorrow, who's actually down there in uh, Vegas uh, as well. 1-800-878-PLAY. My cousins, who are half Canadian, texted me the DeBoer news this morning, and they said, we're still waiting for Babcock to come (laughs) to the airport. Uh, We'll get into... um, that uh, as well, um, 1-800-878-PLAY. We'll do the uh, Swedish director, Igmar Bergman, on the other side. Uh, actually, his name is Daniel Alfredson. We'll do that. But <clears throat> the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame named a couple of new guys. You remember this past weekend, David Baker, big boisterous head of the Pro Football Hall of Fame personally welcomed Bill Cower and Jimmy Johnson to Canton um, on national television. And there's going to be 20 members. I, I can't believe it, but 20 members. There are 10 senior inductees, three contributors, and then seven players, five modern-year uh, nominees as well. We'll find out who they are the night before the Super Bowl. As I said, and there's no use of me bleating on and on about it, but I think that Tom Flores should be on, and not because he's of Mexican heritage, uh, but because he won two Super Bowls. And he won another one as the backup to Lenny Dawson. I just think what he did, especially the transition from Oakland to L.A. and winning a Super Bowl in both places, that should put him in the Hall of Fame. But, as I said, Bill Cower is in, um, and as I said, I don't have anything against Bill Cower and Jimmy Johnson. He took over from Chuck Knoll when he was 34 years old. He's a Pittsburgh native, and six years later, he had five division titles. He had an AFC championship under his belt, and he's the only other coach not named Paul Brown to lead their teams to the playoffs in six straight seasons to begin their career. And when they won Super Bowl thirty, they started off the year 3-4. and four. And then a decade later, another Super Bowl title, Super Bowl forty. That was Super Bowl extra large and become the first team in history to win a Super Bowl as the sixth seed. Jimmy Johnson, how about them Cowboys? What's funny is he was only in... Um, in Dallas for five years, and then he was in uh, Miami for four years. But he was the architect behind the greatest three-year turnaround in history because in 89, he inherited that moribund franchise that would go 1-15 in his first season. Remember he said, Troy Aikman, when he got rid of Steve Walsh, he goes, I I got rid of the wrong quarterback. I know, it's pretty bad. Almost as bad as my voice. Uh, Barry White, come on in, baby, and FM. But then again, he did the infamous Herschel Walker trade. Well, at least, in, at least infamous in uh, Minnesota, and that rebuilt everything. 
and they got to the mountaintop in three years and beat the Bills in Super Bowl 27. And then the Cowboys would become the six back-to-back winners, and Johnson returned to coaching, of course, after uh, the firing by Jerry Jones and then bringing in Barry Switzer, who won one. But uh, when he was with the Dolphins, he took them to three straight playoffs. So senior inductees, Jimbo Covert, no problem with him. What's funny is a lot of people forget that Jimbo Covert was Dan Marino's um, main lineman at uh, Pitt. But um, a guy who we all remember, I think, mostly with the Bears, and he was a huge part of that 85 championship, and Walter Payton, um, who at that point set the all-time career rushing record in 84. He was part of that. Winston Hill, uh, a guy who played when I was uh, a kid, an eight-time Pro Bowler, and I just remember him when I was a little kid with the Jets. He was part of that Super Bowl three team. He protected Joe Namath's blindside, open holes for people like Matt Snell and Emerson Boozer. Harold Carmichael gets in. Harold Carmichael <clears throat> was a fantastic receiver, very, very tall, led the NFL in receptions one year, uh, got the Eagles to that Pro Bowl that they lost to in uh, against the Raiders in New Orleans, which I was at, Super Bowl 15. He's in. Bobby Dillon, uh, Packers safety from the 50s. I can't tell you I know anything about Bobby Dillon. I never even heard his name. Uh, but he is the Packers' all-time leader in interceptions with 52. He was a safety uh, in the 50s. Cliff Harris got in. Now, I'm very surprised um, – Look, he was one of the main guys on that Cowboys defense that went to five Super Bowls and won two of them. And he was a pro bowler. I just have not heard his name mentioned in a long time. Uh, A guy's name that I do hear mentioned a lot is Donnie Snell, and now he's in. Played his whole career at Three Rivers, undrafted in 74, has four rings, five-time pro bowler, three-time all-pro. He wasn't as good as Jack Tatum. But anyway, he's in. Duke Slater. Duke Slater I only remember because he was one of the first African-American players. And they always say, you know, the NFL just finished its 100th year. What 100 years? Well, he played, did Duke Slater for the Milwaukee Badgers and the Rock Island Independents before going to the Chicago Cardinals. Uh, Mac Speedy. An end with the Browns, 46-52. to Speedy, aptly named. Led the league in receptions four years, and uh, he was a 1950 NFL champion. I don't know Max Speedy. Ed Sprinkle, defensive lineman with the Bears, dominant two-way player. Led the Bears to the 1946 title. Can't tell you I know much about him. I can tell you I know who Alex Karras is, not just because he was an actor uh, <laughs> in that James Woods movie and also uh, Webster He was a very, very intimidating player. He basically dominated the entire 1960s on the defensive line for the Lions, and he was right up there with the Rams, Rosie Greer, Merlin Olsen, uh, those type of guys. Um, So we'll get into the – well, I might as well mention him as well here. Uh, George Young is one of the three uh, contributors. Executive of the year five times, 18 years in charge of the uh, Giants. They won two Super Bowls during that time. Hall of Famers all over the place in there. A lot of pro bowlers. 
Uh, Steve Sable, the co-founder of NFL Films with his dad. His dad's already in. I would have thought Steve was already in. He um, died too young. But NFL Films is the best. There's no doubt about it. John Facenda, Harry Callis, the music. And Paul Tagliabue is in. And you could say, well, the league really grew under his watch, and they expanded, and they, they had free agency under his era. I thought Paul Tagliabue was a good commissioner. He was way better than Roger Goodell. I have much more respect. Well, I have zero respect for God, Roger Goodell, so obviously that means I have more for Tagliabue. But uh, Paul Tagliabue, it just seems like whoever is a commissioner in any sport, as soon as you're out, they put you in the Hall of Fame. Come on back. We'll talk to someone from Sveria. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family, or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health 
health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts, and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free, guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. It doesn't really matter. I I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Thank you, Beth, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you in San Francisco, but around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome in the movie director, Daniel Alfredson. He's here to talk about his new project, part of a trilogy of Intrigo, and uh, he's doing Death of an Author. And this all comes from a trilogy written by a fellow Swede. Is that right? That's correct, Hawken Nesser. Now, just let me know, and, and forgive me, my voice is already failing me. Okay. I'm a little under okay. the weather. Hold on one second. Yep. All right. You're walking down a street in Stockholm. On one side of the street, you see Bjornborg. On the other side, <laughs> Zlatan you, Ibrahimovic. You Abba. Where do you, you see yeah, Abba? You nope. see Abba. Where, who do you do you talk to Bjorn or do you talk to Ibra? No, I haven't. <laughs> no, uh, these uh, Hawk and Nesser books—they uh, are—we we, kind of like them so much and really wanted to see them on the big screen. You come from a family of directors. Was this in your blood? Did you get it from your father? I probably got it from my father. Uh, I was very much uh, had the idea that I shouldn't work with film at all uh, and uh, actually planning to do something else with my life. But uh, as things usually go, you end up doing the same thing. And uh, so and maybe it's, it's in my blood, probably. Sir Ben Kingsley is in this movie. What is it like to work with actual real life royalty? <laughs> I, I I didn't really feel that he was royal, but he's knighted, isn't he? So, but uh, he is uh, a very professional uh, actor, and uh, he's doing hard work, and uh, I I think he's easy to work with, to be honest. Do you think when sometimes people talk about Swedish directors and they talk about Bergman and and kind of a very introspective clock ticking and people looking out the window, that that's kind of just a stereotype that not all Swedish directors are going to be like Ingmar Bergman? Uh, 
No, I, hopefully not. I think we're sort of leaving that that era now. I think there are a lot of Swedish directors that are uh, successful and doing other things than people looking out of the window. Then new thing, new play, new stuff is coming from Sweden. Well, we know that you like getting involved with some of these trilogies and you know you think about the the millennium trilogy and you did two of those yeah. the girl who played with fire the girl yeah. who kicked the hornet's nest very very entertaining movies and so yeah. uh you did death of an author we also have dear agnes and samaria it's a very ambitious yeah. thing to get three movies out right it's very ambitious and maybe not really uh, a good thing to do but uh, uh we uh, me and my co-writer dita bongenelm and i we were we fell in love with these stories and uh, we actually started out that we were supposed to choose one of them to, to make into a, to, to a script. But as, as things happened, we, we couldn't stop and uh, developed another two. So we had three uh, after a couple of years, we had written three scripts and uh, that was uh, it was not a plan from the beginning, but it became a plan while we were working on the first one, Death of an Author. That became the first film as well. Speaking with Daniel Alfredson here, forgive me as my uh, voice is I'm a little under the weather here trying to get through it. Daniel has uh, got his new movie, Death of an Author, part of the Intrigo uh, trilogy, and that is going to be available yeah. in theaters and on demand on uh, Friday from Lionsgate. My yeah. grandfather came from Denmark. And when oh. I, yes, I've been there many times. And when mm -hmm. I talk to people in Sweden, they say, we always think Denmark is this wonderful little country, but they always seem to be mad at us. Is that <laughs> kind of the feeling you have? I think it's like we, we're small, we, we're like brothers, uh, Norway, Denmark, and Sweden. And we were always a little bit irritated on, on each other. But in uh, the same time, we're very close to each other. We're like a family, I would say. Scandinavia is a is a family, and uh, I love I love Denmark, I love Copenhagen, and I love the Danes. Um, I know that your brother directed "Let the Right One In," and that is one of the most creepy, dark, well-made movies. Yeah. Is that the kind of thing where he asks you about it, or do you just show up at the theater like the rest of us and see the finished product? I saw. Sometimes we we watch our mutual work uh, uh, at, at in the editing suite or something, and we ask for, for good advice or something. Uh, but we're not sort of working together at all. But we, uh, we use each other from time to time just to get a good advice or is this the way to go or should we do something else? Uh, I think that is uh, a good thing to have someone that really knows what the job is and uh, you can ask, uh, and you know, or of course you know when he's lying. You can tell <laughs> if he's, yeah, and that's a, that's a good thing. <laughs> no doubt about it. And I know that uh, Hakan Nesser, his his books have sold over 20 million copies worldwide. Yeah. So when you approached Death of an Author, how much do you try to stay true to it, and then how much do you have to like go with the screenplay that's going to make it uh, you know, movie ready. How do you walk that line? 
I would say that we actually, I think we're pretty close to, to the novel that Hawken wrote. Of course, we had, had to, to make changes. On the other hand, um, we, uh, we met up with Hawken and, and, and at a very early stage and, uh, and talked to him and tried to describe what we were thinking and how we were uh, going to, to change things in his, in his story and make it into a film. And he's very open-minded, and um, uh, and we spent a lot of time together uh, during the de development of the scripts. And I also went over to to the island of Gotland. Since you've been to to Denmark, you probably know that Gotland is an island in the Baltic Sea. Yes. And Hawken uh, lives there, and uh, we went there, I think, two or three times uh, just to discuss what we were doing with his short stories and uh, what we were, how we would change stuff from his uh, from his writing. And at one point, I even actually read out uh, the script out loud to him. Uh, he sat in an, an armchair and mm. uh, it uh, and read the script and uh, played all off and. Um, but he, he, he liked it, and he's, I, I believe he's very pleased with, with the results. Yeah, from what I remember in Gotland, is in the summer, that's where the Swedish girls go and they put on their bikinis, right? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> or they take them off. I don't know. <laughs> well, it is Sweden. Um, yep. One final question for you. I, I know you have a project called uh, Blackway. Julia Stiles, Ray Liotta, yeah. Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. I, I just think Anthony Hopkins yeah. is one of the greatest living actors. Um, what, what, what was it like to deal with a, a guy so accomplished like that? I think he's, he's a fantastic actor, and he's also a fantastic person in many ways. And, and uh, we actually held contact for a year after that. And usually don't talk about film and stuff like that we were talking about politics and great britain and other things I, I, he's very intelligent and he's also very he's an he's an, uh, an actor that really wants to to uh to to make his characters in in the films fully uh, he, I, I i'm a great admirer of, of his work so you talked about Brexit over breakfast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it was a little bit before Brexit was uh, uh, mm. a fact. But, uh, but uh, yeah. All he, right. He's, he's, he's so interested in many things. Yeah. To me, when he played Captain Bly in uh, Bounty, like 1982, 83, yeah. oh, man, that was one of the greatest performances. All right. Let's um, – let remind everybody that Death of an Author, part of Intrigo, and that's T-R-I, tree as in three, Intrigo, starring Ben Kingsley and other great actors, is going to arrive on theaters and on demand from Lionsgate on Friday. We've been speaking to the very accomplished director, Daniel Alfredson. Daniel, thank you. Sorry I had a stroke in the middle of the interview. Thanks for putting up with me. Thank you, and uh, have a nice day. All right, I'll try. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Mr. Pista, who do you think you are? 
football and basketball seasons are in full swing. So get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting college or professional sports. Every spread, every total, every winner or loser. Straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the season. You can even bet on wild proposition bets like who will win the NBA MVP. Get the fastest to market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use promo code COACH55. That's COACH55 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Booking.com wants to help you travel more in 2020. Book by January 5th on Booking.com, and you'll get a free Google Nest Mini to help you with stuff like this. Hey, Google, how do you say piña colada in Spanish? In Spanish, piña colada is piña colada. Gracias. Download the Booking.com app, book your stay, and get your free Google Nest Mini. Google Nest is a registered trademark of Google LLC. Complete stay by April 30th. $150 minimum accommodation spend. U.S. residents 18 years and older. For complete terms, visit Booking.com slash Google Nest. Last supplies last at Booking.com. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Need cash but have bad credit or maxed out cards? Now you can get a personal loan for up to five grand, whatever your credit, with no paperwork. MoneyASAP.com is one of the nation's largest personal loan networks. If you have a checking account and a regular income source, you can get cash in your account as soon as tomorrow. Type this into your smartphone or computer address bar. www.MoneyASAP.com. That's MoneyASAP.com. MoneyASAP.com. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Rick Tittle is a majestic stallion. All right. Thank you for that. And um, if you love that interview and me literally choking in the beginning, you can hear it again (laughs) coming up after hour two. Sometimes, you know, you think I I didn't think I was going to get through that interview because I started to ask my first and second question. I couldn't get the words out. And um, it was humiliating. It's very rare. 
for my voice to leave me because I'm so great. But it probably didn't help going to a Black Flag concert and screaming my lungs out while I was sick. But on the other hand, lesson learned, if that wasn't during an interview, I probably would have said, screw it. So it's probably good that it happened then. Get it? Always look on the bright side of life. <laughs> Eric Idle, let's get him on. Uh, some NFL news. A little surprising to see Luke Keekley announce that he has retired. 28 years old. <clears throat> a former NFL player, defensive player of the year. Seven Pro Bowls in eight seasons. And I remember at Super Bowl 50, they called it opening night. And it was down at the Shark Tank, and there was some security up the kazoo. Uh, I'm going to talk slow, Dominic. I think that might help. Just make it sound like, Tittle's already monotone and boring. Wow, I just ramped that up today times 10. But um, he posted a video, did Luke Keekley on the, uh, the Panthers' Twitter account. And he had a three-and-a-half-minute speech. But anyway, that Super Bowl opening, I remember when I stood in front of Luke Keekley, he had this Mike Aruzioni perm, which I thought was kind of, it was kind of 70s. But I guess he has, as they say in Peanuts, naturally curly hair. But look, <clears throat> you can watch the whole video if you want. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's also good to be gagging when I have no cough button. That's even better. <laughs> he said... I've been fortunate enough to have the opportunity to play this game since I was in the fourth grade. I've been with the Panthers now for eight years, and it's never the right time to step away, but now is the right time for me. It's a tough decision. I thought about it a lot, and I think now is the right chance for me to move on. It's interesting, end quote, because Keikley says that he still wants to stay in football. He thanked all his coaches. Um... And he wanted to make sure this had nothing to do with Matt Rule coming in and Ron Rivera being fired. Because <clears throat> Keekley said, quote, there's only one way to play this game since I was a little kid, and that's to play it fast and to play it physical and to play strong. At this point, I don't know if I'm able to do that anymore. And that's the part that is the most difficult. I still want to play, but I don't think it's the right decision. End quote. Now, a top 10 pick, number nine overall out of uh, BC in 2012. And this is a guy who, in his um, very first NFL start, um, he came in and um, just from the get-go was amazing. And he was a pro bowler as a rookie, and then in his second year, he was Defensive Player of the Year. And then in his fourth season, they went to Super Bowl 50. Um, in that Super Bowl, he showed up. He had 10 tackles and a sack. Five first-team All-Pro. <clears throat> That's one at every position, remember. So they only picked three linebackers, four linebackers, whatever. Two-time NFL tackling leader. The absolute heartbeat of that team. And... Each of his first eight seasons, he, well, his first eight, he played in eight. Every season he was in the league, he had over 100 tackles. Now you'd say, well, he's a Mike linebacker, of course. But still, this is a guy who's not very physically imposing. Now, he's not, you know, one of those little Dexter Coakley guys. He's a big guy. But he's not like, 
you know, you look at him on the street and you go, oh, wow, that guy's a big football player. Hey, you, you could probably say maybe he's a major league catcher or something. But the captain of that defense, 1,092 tackles, 12 and a half career sacks, 67 passes defense. And how about this as a linebacker? 18 interceptions. <clears throat> Linebackers don't get 18 interceptions in their career. Um, his 690 solo tackles <clears throat> are actually second in franchise history behind Thomas Davis, who, of course, was a very good linebacker. But Luke Keekley's uh, best friend is Greg Olson, apparently, the tight end. And Ole went on Twitter. I call him Ole. We're tight. He said, words can't describe who Luke Keekley is as a person, friend, and teammate. We have shared countless memories together, both on the field and away from it. I feel honored to be his friend, and I'll always appreciate the impact he had on my life. Love you, buddy. That's very nice. But remember, these types of messages, him expressing his love, that's like it has to be done in public now. <clears throat> and I have a lot of respect and admiration for Barack Obama, but he, and it's not just him, everybody does this, he wished his wife happy anniversary on Twitter. I, I don't I don't understand that. You know, uh, best thing that ever happened to me, love you, can't believe you married me, thank you so much. I mean, it's very sweet. Why would you tweet that? But that's just, you know why? There's nothing wrong with him. That's just the world that we're, we're in now. This is what people do. They put their personal messages across everything. Anyway, whatever Greg Olson wants to do, it's a little bit of a shocker. And people said, oh, my gosh, Chris Borland. No, Chris Borland played one year. He had one good year. They didn't do anything, and then he quit. This this guy was much, much more accomplished than Chris Borland. Um, <clears throat> also in the NFL, despite the existence of the Rooney Rule, which – is supposed to require teams to interview minority candidates. Do we still say that, people of color? For head coaching jobs and senior football operation jobs. Well, we just had five head coaches, and only one of them was filled by a minority. And so the 2019 NFL's racial and gender report card, yes, that's a thing, said that NFL minority hiring is at its worst in 15 years. And none of this sits well with Art Rooney II, who's the Steelers president and chairman. is named after his dad. And so he went on NFL Network last night, and he was talking to Sam Weish, <clears throat> who's still around. Remember when they had two very great offensive minds in Cincinnati, Bill Walsh and Sam Weish, and they gave the job to Weish, and Bill Walsh was devastated. I think it worked out. But anyway, he's talking to Weish, and he's uh, Rooney says he wants to change the rule. He said, I think where we are right now is not where we want to be, not where we need to be, and we need to take a step back and look at what's happening with our hiring processes. The first thing we'll do as part of our diversity committee is really review the past season's hiring cycle and make sure we understand what went on and talk to the people involved both on the owner's side, management side, along with all the people that were interviewed. I think we have to look uh, back when the Rooney Rule uh, was in the past and put into effect in 2003 that there was a period 
where we did see an increase in minority hiring at the head coaching position. And I think over a period of time, there were 10 or 12 minority coaches hired. Since then, that trend seems to reverse itself, particularly in the last few years. So we need to study what's going on and understand better what's going on and really decide how we improve this situation. So Rooney asked if NFL teams then should be required to interview more than one minority coach. And Rooney said, well, look at a lot of different things. This time last year, we made some changes to the Rooney rule, and we required the interview to come from somebody outside the organization because we didn't want it to be an internal situation where somebody down the hall was called into the office for an interview. I think that's what happened. I know with the Raiders, <clears throat> when they got Gruden, one of their African-American coaches, hey, you, can you come here? Yeah, can you sit down for 20 minutes? What would you do if you were head coach? I'd do this and that. Okay, thanks. You can go back to your office now. Hey, we did the Rooney roll. We talked to a black guy. Um, anyway, Rooney says, obviously, we have to look at what we can do differently now, perhaps even expand the Rooney rule, put into lower levels, perhaps the coordinator level, just to make sure that the minority opportunities are there. Now, I think that's a good idea. Offensive and defensive coordinators, they don't have to have the Rooney rule. Remember, the Rooney rule, they put it in. <clears throat> and because they put it in, they ended up hiring Mike Tomlin, who's been there ever since in Pittsburgh. Now, I mean, if you look at Marvin Lewis, who was interviewed for the coach's job before Mike McCarthy got it, that was kind of a joke. They were never going to hire him. You're supposed to find these hot young coaches, right? The up-and-comers. So Rooney concluded, quote, I think in general, when you look at this year's process, there just weren't many minorities in the process at all this year. I'm not sure why that is. It doesn't need to be that way. We have about one-third in the coaches in the National Football League that are from minority communities. That's really not a bad pipeline. The question is, why aren't more of these people getting interviews? Why aren't more of these people advancing through the process? There is a lot of pieces that we have to look at, and we have a lot of hard work to do that. So, I mean, listen, Marvin Lewis himself, we talked about this last week when he was on ESPN's Golik and Wingo Uh, He was talking about how his interview went very well with the Cowboys, but he was kind of saying, eh, what are you going to do? So I didn't realize that until I just read it from Rooney that it was one-third of the coaches. But then I think about it, and I think about every single coaching staff, and I'm like, yeah, at least a third of the coaches um, seem like they're African-American. So, I mean, there's a diversity plan now in basically every – office in America. There should be. I remember uh, my dad's company before he retired. I won't say what it was, but it was a national company. Um, In the 90s, they had a hiring hiring freeze on white people that just came down from the top. They go, look, we got way too many white people. No white people can be hired. Now, no one sued saying that was racist. You can't (laughs) you can't get away with that. But they literally had a freeze. No white people can be hired. And sometimes, you know, you just need to do these types of things. Now, you still want qualified people. Um, You know, you you don't want to hand anything to somebody who's not ready. But the fact of the matter is when you have one-third of the coaching staff uh, of National Football League teams, you will find people who – look, there are plenty of white guys that coach in the NFL that are not capable of being head coaches, just like there's plenty of black guys that would not be good head coaches. But we also know 
that there are plenty of white and black guys who would be. And it's just an opportunity to actually talk to those people, like Mike Tomlin. One year as a coordinator in Minnesota, and he gets a job. You know, sometimes that's all it takes. All right. If you're still with me, I appreciate you listening to me as I gargle with some more rocks. Come on back. This is your money, and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money, and guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash, and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable Bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Now you see that evil will always triumph. 
because good is dumb. goes commando all right thank you for that welcome back to the show or tittle with you thanks for putting up with me and my <clears throat> crappy voice the uh, raiders made a coaching change as well it's not a sweeping one like jason garrett or any of that but um apparently uh rod marinelli was informed by the cowboys that he would not continue as head coach. Remember Rod Marinelli with the Lions? He was 0-16 as their head coach. Well, he is now going to be coming over to the Raiders as their defensive line coach. Brenson Buckner, a former Niner, has been fired. And <clears throat> he joined the Raiders just this year. And their sack total went up to 32 they had a much better run defense. They only had 13 the year before. It helped to have uh, Max Crosby. But what makes the move more surprising is that Buckner did exactly what he was brought on to do. And um, and the funny thing is Marinelli was supposed to help the Cowboys defense, and they got worse. He's 70 years old, by the way, and he said he was going to retire. I-, I guess not. And Marinelli said, the only thing they can't do is send me back to Vietnam. After that, it's cake. Always looking forward. Well, they're not sending you to Vietnam. They're sending you to Vegas. But (laughs) the one thing about Buckner, who did really well, is that he would not shut up during hard knocks. And he knew the camera was on him, and he'd always, you know, get very sanctimonious and pontificate. And, you know, God's watching you, and you do this. And he got a little old for me. But like I said... Seemed like he was uh, pretty good. And so now Gruden wants Rod Marinelli. All right. Whatever you say, coach. Coming up on the other side, we'll talk a little hockey with Shalina Goldman. And how about this? Reggie Jackson at 1040. struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 
That's 800-403-5912. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh, my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you so much. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tiller with you. Let's see if I hold up. What was the thing Radnitz used to say? He, he he paid a lot of money for this, like, spray, and it was, like, $100 a bottle. It was called, like, Singer Spray that they use on Broadway. Can you imagine doing eight shows a week? You know, you do a show every night and twice on Sundays, and, you know, a whole new world. Like, oh, my voice. I don't have any of that spray. I'll spray you. I don't know what that means. 1-800-878-PLAY. <clears throat> Reggie Jackson's supposed to call in at 1040, but I can just tell you, uh, I've had Reggie on the show before, and uh, like I said, fingers crossed. <laughs> 1040. 1040, good buddy, for Mr. October. Also, our friend Shalina Goldman, hockey um Hockey person extraordinaire. She'll be on because longtime Sharks beat writer. And she'll talk about the uh, shocking switch in Vegas. Kind of out of the blue. Vegas is playing really well lately. At least I thought they were from afar. So we'll talk about that as well. 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call. 1-800-878-7529. That's what gets you heard and gets you on the air all over the United States of America. As I'm very proud to do. I have a couple people always say, well, I'm not nationally syndicated like you. I'm not nationally syndicated like you. I'm like, all right, what am I supposed to do about it? So, yes, I love the fact that from Alaska to Florida, from Maine to Mexico, wherever you are, it's uh, great to have you with us. And by the way, it's Shalena. I got to get that right. I called her Chalina, then I called her Shalena. It's Shalena. Layla, like that song. Gotcha, money. Layla, Shalena Goldman will join us next. I'm Rick Tittle, talking out loud. Try to keep it together with scotch tape. And 1 800 878 play gets you in if you want to check out the tweets at Rick Tittle. So we'll take a quick break and we'll come on back. We got Reggie Jackson and a little hockey. When you're diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, a lot of questions run through your mind. What am I going to do? What are my options? What did I do wrong? We've had those thoughts too. But some questions can help you move forward. Visit findyourmbcvoice.com for an interactive guide to help you learn the next steps to take after an MBC diagnosis. And how to ask the questions that lead to an open and informed conversation with your doctor. Start finding your voice today at findyourmbcvoice.com. 
At O'Reilly Auto Parts, we'll help make your auto repair, maintenance, and restoration projects easier. So when your car isn't stopping like it used to, our professional parts people will help you find the brake parts and supplies you need to do the job right the first time. Now, for a limited time, get 15% off a set of brake vest pads and two rotors. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. That's right, annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. 800-720-5971. 800-720-5971. 800-720-5971. That's 800-720-5971. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey. Check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Check me out, y'all. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show, and uh, hopefully my voice holds up as always. But there was some shocking news today. In the ranks of the National Hockey League, the Vegas Golden Knights are making a big change behind the bench. General Manager Kelly McCrennan has said that the coach there, Gerard Gallant, and assistant coach Mike Kelly are out, simultaneously announcing that Peter DeBoer, former New Jersey Devil and uh, Sharks head coach who took both those teams to the Stanley Cup Finals, that he's in. And, in fact, they're going to be playing against the uh, the Senators tomorrow, and DeBoer will be behind the bench. And joining us right now to sort of uh, break this down is a hockey expert. It is our friend Shalena Goldman, who I've had on the show for many years, um, a NHL writer uh, formerly with uh, NBC and Yard Barker. She's been around. She knows her stuff. Shalena, I thought Vegas had been playing well lately. Was I not paying attention? What happened here? I mean, they did just go through a four-game losing streak, but 
the thing with Vegas, it's, they didn't, they haven't had the rough season that the Sharks have had, but they've been incredibly inconsistent. Um, we saw them play, you know, the Sharks in that, in, in, in that, you know, back to back at the beginning of the year, and they looked so dominant. The team that we've, we've, you know, gotten used to seeing, you know, over the last couple of seasons, um, but they've, they've had a, they've had a really hard time stringing wins, uh, wins together, and just a lot of inconsistency through the first couple of months of the season, and uh, all, all, all of the reports coming out of the Vegas dressing room is that uh, Gallant, uh, it was, it was felt that his message had been lost in the locker room and they're not completely out of it. Um, the Knights are still kind of in the mix. They're not quite in a, you know, in a wild card spot right this second, but they have, but they, but they have the potential to make that jump. And I think this is, you know, one of those kind of pushes to like, Hey, we can, you know, we can get back in there. So, um, but it's still surprising given that, you know, you're looking at, you know, Gerard Gallant who won a Jack Adams award. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, coaching this team. Um, so it, it, so it is a bit surprising. It's also surprising that, you know, that DeBoer is going to be Vegas's bench boss now. I think it was expected that he wasn't going to be out of work for very long, but the fact that he's going to Vegas to coach them is a little odd. Well, what a swing from a guy like, I mean, you sat there with me at those press conferences during the playoffs when Gallant would come out and it, it almost felt like he was going to start strangling people and then you have Labor, DeBoer, of course, who's more laconic and a little more cerebral. Um, but, you know, listen, I, I, I still wish the Sharks hadn't, hadn't fired DeBoer. But uh, I'm a little surprised just because, I, I mean, listen, maybe Vegas isn't a top 10 team, but they're in the top half. And I think they are going to be a playoff team. It just seems surprising. But then again, he also seems like a guy, and I don't know what's going on with, with McPhee and McKinnon and all that, but who maybe could rub you the wrong way as well, don't you think? I just think it's something where, you know, this is, you know, this isn't something that happened overnight. It wasn't just, oh, we lost, or, you know, they lost four games, and then they're going to, you know, completely switch things up. Um, if they really do believe that over this, you know, over this period, over these last couple of months, that there has been a problem with, you know, the message being lost in the in the locker room, maybe, it, maybe it, you know, this is what they felt that they needed, that they needed someone like DeBoer, who is, you know, that more cerebral type of coach to, you know, to come in and shake things up. Yeah, this is a little quote from McCrennan. In Peter DeBoer, we have a proven, experienced head coach who we believe can help us achieve our ultimate goal. We look forward to a strong finish to the 2019-20 season with Peter at the helm and a successful tenure in the seasons to come. You think about Pacioretty, the way he's been playing. You think about Stone. I mean, a lot of times you need your best players to step up. And it seems like they have. And you think about um, flurry between the pipes. I don't know. I, I kind of thought that, you know, they weren't playing to their potential, but they were playing well enough. That's why this is shocking to me. Oh, exactly. No, I 100% agree with that. Um, but, again, they still haven't been very consistent this season. And after a couple of seasons in a row of playing so well, um, I think they're looking for a boost. And, again, they're in, you know, they're in the mix. So if this is something that pushes them over the edge, then this is what does it. And, and also, and by the way, we're speaking with Shalana Goldman, National Hockey League writer. When the Sharks beat them in seven in the opening round last year, and there was some, look, you're never going to hear anything bad coming out of a Doug Wilson team, but we did hear Gallant called Peter DeBoer a clown, and you can look at the irony that, what, a year and a half later, he replaces him. 
Oh, that was the first thing I saw when I, you know, checked my phone this morning. Just the clown tweets were just off the charts. It was insane. Well, I'm sure you were there for Game 7. I was walking around before the game as fans were first coming in, and there were Sharks fans with clown wigs on. <laughs> it was a full-blown thing. So it, 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 so it is interesting in that sense, uh, but that's more of, a, more of a side thing now, I believe. Well, now what's the situation with with Bugner? Because just the other what was it last night? You look at Aaron Dell, and and you can say, oh, they don't have any goalies, and they spent too much on the EK nine, EK sixty fives, and but what what if you were? And I'm putting you on the spot here, but I'm making Lovely. Shalena. <laughs> I, I am I am making you the head coach of the Sharks. We're not going to do any personnel moves. It's too late for that. You know, as far as switching up lines you can do that but what's going to be your philosophy with this team i'm not entirely yeah. sure what you're asking what would how would you how would you how would you coach the sharks how would i coach the sharks yeah um you know what i think boogner's i think he's doing a pretty good job so far with what he has to work with and he's gotten some good stuff out of aaron dell so far um i think that dell has really found a groove he's looked much i think he's looked pretty good i thought the team I didn't think they played as well last night. Um, I, um, the, their two home games last week against Columbus and Dallas, I thought they played a much tighter defensive game, which I think has been lacking for them for a lot of this season. And that's something that Boomers really wanted to get out of them. And so, especially when you know you know you have the reaction to Couture getting injured, that's the type of game that you want you know to see them play. Uh, last night, I think they got away from that a little bit. Um, you know, Arizona had those, you know, last, you know, you know those, you know, those late markers. Um, but I think this team is sort of finding that footing, that more defensive-minded footing um, that Boogner wants out of them. These, you know, these next two games are going to be pretty interesting because you're going up against Colorado and Vancouver, who are in the playoff discussion. Um, so, if they can get back to the way they played last week, that's a, that's a testament to Boogner's message is getting across. Well, that would be nice. As I said, uh, you know, these some of these windows are uh, are shutting here for some of the older players. Um, I want to ask you, just league-wide, when you can think about, you know, maybe the Caps running at the President's Trophy, and then here come the champs, St. Louis, out of the blue. They're out of the blues. They're playing really well. But league-wide, the fact that the Red Wings are not just the worst team in hockey, but, like, bottom of the barrel worst is surprising to me because – in 1990, when I first work and started working in TV, the Stanley Cup playoffs came through Sports Channel America, and I remember the Stevie Y teams and just how great Hockey Town USA was and playing at the Joe. And and you look at the Wings now, they're close to being a minus 100 goal difference. How can a team get that burned to the ground when it has that type of pedigree? Do you, can you explain it? I, I mean, I don't think it. I don't think it matters what you know, which way you know, which team you're talking about. Um, they were so successful for so so long. I, it, it was, but they're also the Rivings have been honest about that. That they are rebuilding their team. Um, they've been pretty open about that. So yeah, the fact that they're bottom of the barrel is so shocking because they were so good for so long. But it somebody's got to do it. And they and like I said, they have been honest with the fact that. They are rebuilding their team. They have a lot of work that they have to do. So that's where that comes in. And then one final question for you, and and I guess if you're right about just things get a little cyclical sometimes and the pendulum has to swing, the state of California is a hockey toilet. I mean, the Sharks and the Kings and the Ducks are all horrible. 
it's uh, it's truly <clears throat> bizarre how we went from watching, you know, it was just a few years ago that we were watching the Sharks and the Kings duke it out, you know, for playoff rights and um, these, you know, these really really intense matchups, these really intense games, and I mean, I don't think anybody could have you know, predicted how far the Kings have fallen. Uh, the Ducks were kind of dwindling for a couple of years and they've had, you know, they've had some older players that they've had to kind of cycle out and that you kind of saw coming. But uh, yeah, it's the landscape of, of hockey in California has gotten pretty dismal. It's pretty sad. Well, Shalina, Shalina, one of the things I love about you is that you are a perfect mix of taking an analytical look at it and then injecting a little bit of your opinion. And I know as a reporter, you have to be careful with that, but you do it just right. Me, I'm 90% opinion uh, <laughs> because I'm a talking head, obviously. So um, any forks in the fire where, where you're going to be heading next? Where I'm going to be heading next? Yeah. Um, yes, there are some things in the works, but... Uh... Yeah, I will keep everybody posted. Very cool. Hey, Shalena, thank you for your time. Remember, follow her on Twitter at Shalena Goldman. It's spelled C-H-E-L-E-N-A. Thanks for your time, buddy. All right, thanks, Nick. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we'll come on back. Remember, Reggie Jackson at 1040. $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans, then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491 That's 800-593-7491 when you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. You're so ugly you could be a modern art masterpiece. I'm 33% sure Rick Tittle is the father of my child, but I'm 100% sure Rick Tittle is a jackass. All right, uh, that really hurts my feelings. Not. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, trying to keep my voice together. We got Reggie Jackson, and he, Reggie will not stand for this. Hi, Reggie. Hi. Um, Dominic just showed me this funny thing from the Internet. That's a guy playing... A garbage can with drumsticks, and then uh, they Photoshop Alex Cora's head over it. Alex Cora, <clears throat> excuse me, as we've seen, at least from the findings of the reports of Major League Baseball and their voluminous investigation, he was kind of the mastermind behind this whole thing. And then he took his dark arts over to the uh, at New England area for the Bow Sox, and then they won a World Series. So, but it's, you know, I know C.C. Sabathia said that they should vacate it, um, and they cheated, and I understand that. And C.C. said, you know, we lost the ALCS in seven games on basically one pitch. So we can say that that's how we lost. So um, I understand the bad feelings, and it is weird that they don't have to vacate. But the Red Sox... And I think this was a preemptive strike. They fired Alex Cora before anything came down from Major League Baseball. And this whole thing with <clears throat> Mike Fires, I actually, I think this is maybe the first time I've ever done this. I just searched for the name Fires on Twitter just to see the reaction from the, the Twitter trolls out there. Now you can say I'm a troll because I'm on Twitter. I like what the comedian Brian Regan says when they go, how come you don't tweet a lot? He goes, every time I use Twitter, I feel a little dirty. <laughs> I'm like, that's so well put. I feel exactly the same way. There's something there's something immature and cowardly, even if I'm just making a joke or I tell, hey, look, Mark Norman was on the show, whatever. There's always <laughs> something a little bit dirty. But anyway, <clears throat> um, and people were saying, you know, when I see Mike Fires and it shows like a video of someone running across the room to punch someone. 
Did Mike Fires <clears throat> tattletale? Yeah, he did. I know some Ace fans are like, I'm getting a Mike Fires jersey. He's our hero. We should get a statue. He's the greatest guy ever. Um, I'm, I'm in the middle of the road there. I'm neutral. And it's funny, Mark Norman, I mentioned him. He says, middle of the road is the most dangerous, exciting place in the world, and yet it means boring. But I – look, the Astros, what they did and the Red Sox is not Mike Fires' fault. <clears throat> Mike Fires didn't do that to them. But he's also the guy that opened his mouth and went on the record with it. And the fact that he's on my team makes me feel a little squeamish. There's just something about a snitch that is, eh, it just feels bad. And I know that a certain major league veteran called him a rat. Well, I mean, look, if you rat on the mob, did, did you know, it's a crime, right? I don't know. What do I know? I don't know anything about the mob. I'm just saying, people don't like rats. They just don't. So anyway, Cora, now he's out. So the Astros... Uh, they're not burned to the ground. They still have probably the best infield in all of baseball, and they have a rookie of the year at DH, and they have two all-star outfielders. If you count Reddick, who was once one, he'd be one too. But <clears throat> I think they're going to be fine. But, yeah, no no first-round pick, no second-round pick next two years. World Series-winning GM who built – remember, when, when uh, Jeff Luno was in charge of minor league ops for the Cardinals, he built a team – through the draft, that ended up winning the World Series. He's a very good team builder. So, anyway, the Red Sox weren't going to st stick around. They fired him, and they said, look, Alex is great. We love him, but he's got to go. And then Alex was like, best years of my life were those two years there. He never denied anything. Uh, Cora will never manage in the major leagues again. Ever. Ever, ever. And you could say A.J. Hinch won't either. So what, what should be the punishment? You know, what, what should it be? <clears throat> Beyond the shadow of a doubt, he's going to get a season-long suspension. Because that's the same as Hinch and Luna. A more aggressive suggestion would be a lifetime ban on the grounds that he impacted two of the past three World Series. Now... If you think about Major League Baseball cannot afford to have people question the integrity of the game, not with legalized gambling coming into the fold, and banning Cora would send that message. But, you know, as I said, Cora was not the lone actor in this play. So, um, like I said, you know, Cora in Manfred's report, was he named? He was named 11 times. He was the only non-player implicated in the scheme. And that's why some people think that they should punish the players. Well, Manfred said this came down from on high. It's like we were just following Otis Meinher. Cora, that looks bad that he was the mastermind in both places. It's basically what Manfred's report told us. He's going to be implicated and mentioned a million times when they come out with their official deal there as well. So I would think he'd probably get a two-year suspension at minimum at this point. Um, this is much worse than Hinch's passive role because what A.J. Hinch was was he was complicit. He heard the banging. He didn't say crap, at least from what we've seen. Cora invented it. It was his system. 
So you have to get more than what Hinch got right there. And, I mean, if you if Cora had a really material role in the Red Sox and what they were doing in 2018, remember, that was the best season in the history of the Red Sox, and they only lost one game in each round of the playoffs. He not only is going to get hammered, the Red Sox have to get hammered. No, not my Sox. Please, not my Sox. The Red Sox have to get four draft picks taken away. I mean, isn't that fair? Why would the Astros, who also won a World Series, I mean, it's basically two of the same things. Now, does the general manager of the Red Sox get fired? I think this is what they were trying to do. They were trying to save their general manager by firing the manager. Now, it's sort of like when there's an NCAA violation, and it's like, uh, we're going to be doing a little investigation into you. Look, we've done our own internal investigation. We fire our our coach. We've taken away two scholarships from him, and uh, we have uh, suspended three of his assistant coaches. So we're good here. You can go away now. Well, that's nice, but we still need to take a look here. So um, I don't see Cora getting a lifetime ban. I just don't think it, it, it needs to match. I just think it needs to be more. So I think this is going to be a two-year suspension. I just think that's what it's going to be. Uh, at the most, three years. But, I mean, if Cora is found as culpable as he appears to be in this report... And if the league was only investigating Houston, then Cora could have skated by without major consequences. But he was found to have an active role uh, in both places now. So he's going to get hit hard by Manfred, as he should. But as I said, everything he did, he did on his own. Uh, I don't think anybody put a gun to his head. No one forced him. He didn't have to do it. And so, and and this is all directly tied to Mike Fires. I know one Ace fan, he tweeted out, I'm so happy we had something to do with this. I, I could not disagree more. I'm just, like you said, I mean, I I don't have anything against Mike Fires, but I'm kind of embarrassed that the rat is on our team. Rick, it's not fair to call him a rat. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. We're going to take a break, and we're hoping that Reggie Jackson gives us a call. He is scheduled to appear at uh, 1040, so we'll hope Mr. October. And I'll ask him about this as well, see if he wants to talk about it. Come on back. a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. 
Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402. 877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. When do broadcasters go too far? Where does hilarity stop and vulgarity begin? I remember how it all began. I used to sing dirty rap to my east side fans back then. I knew you couldn't stop this rap. No MC could rock like that. In the south came the bass guy. Don't ask Rick Tittle to bring it, because it already done got brought. Gotten brought, and thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast, border to border, <clears throat> and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network, as I uh, hope my uh, voice uh, holds up here. But uh, we're very happy to bring in Mr. October himself, Reggie Jackson, and he's here because we'll be participating in the Diamond Resorts Tournament of Champions. That's going to get underway uh, tomorrow down at uh, the Four Seasons Golf and Sports Club in Orlando. Reggie, thanks for being on the show. And um, I'll just start with the huge bombshell. I don't know if you want to talk about it or not, but this whole thing with uh, the, the Astros and the Red Sox and the, the firings and CC Sabathia saying that the Red Sox should vacate their title. Uh, what, what do you think about th- What do you think about this whole mess? Um, 
Well, I guess you could call it a mess. Um, I think that what um, the commissioner has done is, is given some real strict, uh, um, strong, um, what do you call it, uh, uh, penalties for what's transpired. Um, I know that he's got a, a good cadre of guys around him and advisors uh, that know the game, the Joe Torrey, people like that, Jimmy Leland, and, that he confers with. Uh, and I know that he wanted to make it, you know, very harsh. Uh, and I thought it was harsh. Um, I not only think that you wind up with harsh payments, but harsh um, penalties, uh, but you also wind up with the, just the, the fact that you're branded like that and you take that with you. You know, I think they, you have to terminate the people that were involved because it's, it would affect the franchise. People are going to uh, see that and then they'd make comments and be articles all the time. And it just kind of drags along with you. You get, you get, uh, sadly, I don't know whether it's deservedly so, but sadly you get branded with it. Um, so that's penalty. And that's also a penalty. It's a weird thing because it was like when Nixon had Watergate, he was paranoid. He was going to win the election anyway. And I, I think about all the talent the Astros had. I mean, they didn't even really need that advantage. It just seems kind of weird that they would risk it like that. I I don't know. I think that the, I, I guess the people that were involved um, thought that it was helping. And certainly, if you know you know what's coming, it's it's got to help you. You got to be a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know for me, I didn't really want to know what's coming because I I didn't want to affect my ability to be able to decipher what I think is coming with my innate skill set. I didn't want to get in the way of myself or get lazy when I was building my bat. Hmm. If I'm facing a Verlander with, you know, three different curveballs and two different fastballs, two different changeups, you know, guys got seven pitches. Um, I, in the, in the, in the at bat facing him with the situation and the score and men in certain positions, base being open or whatever and the way I'm swinging the bat and I'm looking at him, he's looking at me, that battle that's going on mentally, you know, allows me to figure out what he's going to throw me the next at bat, the next at bat, and then the next pitch. And in a certain circumstance that I'm in, in the situation in the game, uh, men on base, base open, one run down, even two runs up, those situations all impact how I'm thinking at home plate. If I know what's coming, I get lazy and quit in the at-bat and uh, kind of lose being able to trust, you know, and, and, and develop my skills and, and get better. It's very interesting. I, I, I like that answer. So what do you think about Mike Fires now? Because we, we have the pendulum swinging one way to – you know, heroic whistleblower to dirty rat snitch. I mean, where where where, where is he for you? Well, he's not a dirty rat snitch. It's, well, it, it's I don't know if it to me it doesn't lay in Friar's lap. Um, if you you know are on a baseball team and you get traded or you don't get paid what you think you should get. I never saw everybody. How many people get traded and say, "Oh, this is great for me," or "Oh, I got screwed. Uh, I didn't get what I should get paid. I didn't get the chances. I didn't get the opportunities." So, if you see something going wrong over there with the team, 
and everybody knows about it, sooner or later somebody's going to talk. And I don't know if it's blowing the whistle or not. I, I, I think blowing the whistle makes it sound like the guy's getting a cheap shot, but it's like if you're going to be cheating and you leave and you got somebody gets traded and he feels he got the raw deal, he's going to say, well, they're not that good anyway. They cheat. Oh, really? And so it's, I mean, you, you just can't video people. Come on, bro. You can't do that. No doubt. A couple more questions. If you, if you video the catcher and he's given, you know, you're watching him give 50 pitches, you know, a, a high school kid can figure the signs out. No doubt. I think you know. one would be a fastball. Yeah, I got you. Reggie Jackson is with us. He's down at the uh, Diamond Resorts Tournament Champions in Orlando. A couple more questions for Reggie. And this whole new concept of launch angles, I was talking to Steve Garvey about this, and he said that he could never live with the amount of Ks that some of these big leaguers have now because he says if you hit 30 home runs but you strike out every other at bat, that's a good season now. What what would it be like for you if they told you, you know what, just swing from your heels on every pitch if you feel like it? Uh, I didn't really learn the game that way, (laughs) you know, so I probably would not have done that. Um, I aspire to try to be either a Henry Aaron or a Billy Williams or, a, um, you know, a, a, a guy, a, an Albert Pujols type player that, you know, put the ball in play, hit 300. Heck, I only hit 300 once. I had a lot of homers. I struck out a lot. I struck out 2,500 times mm-hmm. in 21 years. That doesn't seem like a lot. And it's not a lot when you consider that. In my era, I was striking out 135, 140, 160, and now 200 is nothing. That That's too many because there's a time comes when you've got to put the ball in play. You can't swing and miss, strike out, bases loaded, one out, nobody out. you got to put the ball in play. And um, so, you know, I don't say they're crazy, they don't know what they're talking about, but let's just stay within the game as to what you're supposed to be doing. And we need to be putting the ball in play, uh, not hitting 30 home runs and striking out 200. That doesn't equate to being a good hitter. Right. And you know what? The other day, Reggie, I was talking to somebody. I'm 54. I grew up in the East Bay. I'm a lifelong ace fan. And I was trying to explain to him how big of a star you were in your prime. You know, we didn't have social media. Not every game was on TV like now. There was no Michael Jordan. You were the biggest sports star in America, bar none. And do do people still, I mean, we, we all know about the four home runs in the World Series and the Yankees and all that, but you were as big as it could get at that time, Reggie. Um, I don't know. You know, in the 70s, um, gosh, we had... In my era was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar mm-hmm. um, and, and guys like that. And, of course, a little bit before me, about 10, 12 years before me, was the great Jim Brown, Wilk Chamberlain, Bill Russell, Jerry West, Oscar, and the big O. And, you know, those kind of guys, it was it was really cool, man. Um, in my era was Joe Green, Franco Harris, uh, and, and players like that. And even more that I'm, you know, forgetting about, but mm-hmm. – uh, I loved playing in the era and admired the guys I played against, admired the guys I mentioned, and uh, still proud 
the fact that I'm good friends with Joe Montana, who's all one of the all-time greats, and it's just just enjoyable for me. I didn't never really care who was the mostest. I just wanted to be one of them. Well, one of, one of your great contemporaries, Joe Morgan, um, you know, he went out of his way a couple of years ago to say, please don't vote for people like Bonds and Clemens for the Hall of Fame. I, I don't have a vote. If I did, I'd, I'd put them in, all the MVPs, the seven Cy Youngs and all that. Where, where do you sit in the midst of all that? Well, uh, you know, I can certainly say that I've uh, changed over the years. Um, I didn't think that the guys that were suspected – uh, should get in the uh, Hall of Fame with steroids. But, you know, we now have uh, several players that have been suspected and, and are in. And so those guys, Bonds and Clemens, did not get tested, did never tested positive. So they should probably be in a Hall of Fame, I think, that other, other people are that were suspected. So, you know, they should probably be in, in my opinion. Is it also true that every time you you tied your cleats or your spikes that Puma would send you fifty bucks? <laughs> no, it was a little, it was more than that. But I did have a deal. I did have a deal where if I uh, if I tied my shoes, I got paid. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to be uh, down there at the golf tournament, and um, is that something that you, you take a lot of pride in, or are you just out there swinging them for fun? Well, there's um, I, I am out here swinging for fun because I'm not that good. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's this a charity event here, and they do help the uh, the children's hospital here in, in Orlando, and that's a pretty cool deal. And I do like the fact that uh, Diamond Resorts does make an effort to do something with charity and to do something for kids. So uh, I'm on the team with Diamond, and anything I can do to help them with what they're trying to accomplish to help children. Um, I'm all for that. So uh, I'm a Diamond Resorts guy. And you'll make the cut because there is no cut. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, I'm not going to play for four days. I'm going home tomorrow, bro. <laughs> all right, there he is, Reggie Jackson. Remember, as he was talking about Diamond Resorts Tournament of Champions at the Four Seasons Golf and Sports Club in Orlando. This is going to be on NBC and the Golf Channel. So check it out. Hey, Reggie, man, thanks for your time and your insights. Great stuff. We really appreciate it, and uh, hopefully we'll catch up down the road. All right, sir. Talk later. All right, good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Violence. Travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 
That's 855-325-1780. Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service right now. You could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. To me, it's like a mountain. A vast bowl of pus! his servants all right uh thank you for that and boy that reggie thing was gold that was a winner and here i am prefacing it with he might not call (laughs) reggie can be very charming and one of the best answers that i was not expecting he didn't want to know what was coming when he was at the plate because his whole process and what made him successful is discerning what the pitch was and then reacting so if he already knew that screwed up everything That is a really cool answer. All right. Um, One more thing here, and then we're going to replay hour one, by the way. So if you didn't hear hour one, have fun with it. You'll hear me literally choking talking to a Swedish movie director. But it's been a bittersweet year for the 2020 uh, calendar for the Dallas Cowboys franchise. 
because every January, Pro Football Hall of Fame announced its list, its short list. And in August this time, well, Jimmy Johnson was able to escape the snub. We know that. And that's going to be a lot of tear-filled moments with Aikman and Irvin and Emmett Smith. But while Johnson gets ready for that gold jacket and that immortal bust in Canton, the harsh reality of just how fickle the Hall of Fame can be was heaped onto Drew Pearson, the Cowboys legend, who got the news uh, that uh, today that he will have to wait another year at the chance of quote-unquote immortality. He's no longer eligible for modern-era induction. He's suffered annual snubs to the point where he has uh, aged out and he now must be viewed as a senior player. He's 69 years old, and he was just one step outside of the promised land again. And the question was, why? And there was a tweet that showed the video, said, Truly a sad day. Drew Pearson is now the only member of the NFL's 1970s all-decade first-team player not in. That's right, first team, and they had a party, and they had video, and everyone was wearing these Drew Pearson shirts, and the, and he's at this table, and the news came down, and he was very emotional. And it looked like he started crying, and then he got up, he threw a piece of paper, he threw his hands in the air, and he just walked right out of the room. Remember, he was the guy who caught the original Hail Mary pass. Remember when um, Roger Staubach said after the game, hey, I just said a Hail Mary and threw it. This is a guy, as I said, <laughs> he's all 70s first team. And you think about Cliff Harris who made it, uh, you know, another defensive back from that team. He's the only one left. He's been waiting 32 years for qualification and he's sick and tired of hearing maybe next time i'm rick tittle we'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m pack time or listen to another hour and then we'll see you then